0: take me to where the rivers marry take me to where train whistles wander where i can climb the mountains i carry take me to pennsylvania
1: hello and welcome back to the north boroughs beat podcast that features the people, businesses, and events of Pittsburgh's north boroughs. My name is Judy Pastor, and we are recording on February 24th at the Soundcastle Studio in Bellevue. Today, we will be talking about a very special community event. The Voice Givers Choir will perform at the Holy Family Institute Chapel in Emsworth on Saturday, February 29th at 7 p.m. This concert will benefit the work that Holy Family does to protect vulnerable children. We are joined by Deb Sadowski, co-founder of Voice Givers, to talk about the choir and their work for our community. Deb grew up in Ben Avon and is a graduate of Avonworth High School. Welcome, Deb, to the North Borough's Beat. Thanks. It's great to be here. Great. Well... Um, I'm really interested in the concept of the Voice Givers Choir. How did this all come together?
0: It's come together over a few years. I actually co-founded this with uh, Joe Stulagross. He's my fiancé. We've known each other for quite a while. And uh, it really is combining our two passions, um, let's say. Joe is a singer and choir conductor. He's been a professional singer for many years, and he has a passion for choral music, Uh, And I have been working with nonprofit organizations for many years and continue to do so. Uh, And what we were talking about was a lot of smaller nonprofits in particular struggle to find a way to tell their story differently and Mm -hmm. to allow people in the community to understand what they do and why they exist. Um, And so over a couple of bike rides and a car trip to Cleveland and a few other conversations (laughs) – We were brainstorming about, was there a way that we could combine what we like to do to have that be a fulfilled mission, to put a spotlight on issues in our community, and in particular, to let people learn more about the nonprofit organizations and the fantastic people who work there who are trying to alleviate the things going on. And out of that came, well, let's form a choir. So Voice Givers started last fall out of those many conversations.
1: Wow, that's a great story. Well, it sounds like your choir and performances are a little bit different than your just your traditional qu- concert choir. So, h- could you tell us about that?
0: They are. And the mo- this is our first year. So, we started the choir last summer. The first concert was last fall. Our second one is coming up as you said on Saturday. Um and so, how I describe the performances now may be a little bit different a couple of years from now. We're uh We're figuring this out as we go. But the key part of the performances or the events, let me call it, is that we want to be sure to have a story and to expose an issue or a cause um, in a way that folks will remember what they heard. Uh, But we also want to give a fantastic choral concert. So we have professional singers from Mendelssohn Choir, from Bach Choir, from the Pittsburgh Opera. Uh, from Voce Solis, so from many different uh, choirs in Pittsburgh. They are donating their time to do these concerts, so the music is really cool. But the story is also a really important part of this, and so the programs themselves are set up to where there are a few pieces of music that are sung, and then we have somebody from the nonprofit organization speak. We call it a vignette, Mm -hmm. Uh, maybe just three or four minutes, but to talk a bit about the cause or the issue. Then we'll have a few more pieces of music and another speaker. So we do that uh, in a way that when you are when you leave the performance, you've heard some unbelievable music, but you've also been able to connect with the issue that we're trying to expo- exp- expose and also get to meet some of the people who have dedicated their lives to making a difference.
1: And what kind of music do, does voice... Ah, the music.
0: Say? Well, Joe is the artistic director, and he loves to pick repertoire from a vast array of pieces of music um, that he's been familiar with over the years. And he really has been able to put together um, sets of music that go anywhere from living composers Mm -hmm. uh, to some of the uh, composers of many centuries ago and everything in between. It's choral music. Um, The choir has about 18 singers. uh, And so um, it's something, it's music that is very often unfamiliar to audiences, but he sprinkles in a couple of more familiar songs as well. Um, And really the color of the music is intended, or let's say the emotional arc of the music, he designs it in a way that it sort of fits telling that story that I described. Mm-hmm. Um, but it could be anything from Dolly Parton, uh, one, one of her pieces is really? in this concert coming up Saturday, <laughs> yep, to Aben Lead, which was written a couple centuries ago, um, to some, this time we have some Spanish language music because part of Holy Family's mission is to serve children uh, who are unaccompanied minors from mm-hmm. uh, Central America. So Joe found a couple of fantastic pieces written in the last 30 or 40 years. Uh, Actually, some of them, I think, have been written in the last decade.
1: Oh, wow. That is a wide repertoire. It
0: really is. That's a hard question to answer.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I can see that. Uh, So tell us a little bit more about these singers uh, and their backgrounds and why did they want to do this?
0: Oh, yes. So um, what Joe has done to put the choir together is to contact singers uh, who, as I said, come from these different uh, professional ensembles in Pittsburgh And um, really, the story I've just told you is the story that he's telling them. Uh, So it's an opportunity for them to share their talents with maybe, in many cases, we think uh, audiences who perhaps haven't gone to these kind of concerts before. um, But also for these singers to get to learn something as well about the issues that we're exploring, um, meet some of the folks from the nonprofit organizations uh, so what I just went through, that's pretty much what Joe is describing to these singers. Now, in terms of the singers, we have 18 uh, performers this, uh, for this upcoming concert. And they come from a number of different choirs, as I mentioned. Um, they are all ages. So we have a graduate student who has a fantastic soprano voice. Mm-hmm. And we have a couple of um, deep, heavy bass boi- bass voices. And I think between those two, they're, well, they're well over the... Um, century mark in terms of joint age, let's say, Uh, and everything in between. So then the folks come from all over the region, all over um, Allegheny and Beaver counties. We have Mm -hmm. folks from the East End, the South Hills, North Hills, Um, and they come together and they rehearse a couple times. So Mm -hmm. that's one interesting thing for anybody who might listen to this and has sung is that these singers, Joe sends them the music, they study it and then they come together just for a couple of rehearsals. And then they sound stellar, like unbelievable.
1: Really? Yeah. Wow.
0: I was just at rehearsal on Saturday and uh, I just, I was in the other room and I, it sounded like there were 40 voices and yeah. it was about a dozen. Um, they're really, really spectacular. Where do you practice? Uh, for the for this concert, they've been rehearsing at Waverly Presbyterian Church oh. in Regent Square. Mm-hmm. Um, it would it would have been kind of complicated to rehearse at Holy Family's Chapel, but um, we do have a dress rehearsal there on Friday night. And the folks at Holy Family have been absolutely amazing mm-hmm. at helping to put this together. Um, they've been bending over backwards to give us access to what we need and um, working on the vignettes, the spoken pieces I talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been just wonderful.
1: That's interesting. Well, can you tell me a little bit more about this event on Saturday at Holy Family? Because, you know, many of us know that Holy Family is on the High River Boulevard in Emsworth, and it's kind of confusing now that it's also Nazareth Prep.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: And so what is exactly there and what are they doing and what is your part in helping out?
0: Oh, I'm so glad you asked that. Um, I've been involved with Holy Family, first of all, um, since the 1970s off and on. So when I was a teenager, I was a volunteer there, and I've been volunteering volunteering on and off since then. Um, it, so Holy Family Institute is still on that campus on Ohio River Boulevard. Okay. They did start a high school a couple years ago. It was called Holy Family Academy for a few years, mm-hmm. and then they renamed it for various reasons to Nazareth Prep. So the big blue and white sign that you see, mm-hmm. that is for the high school. School that's on the campus, okay. But that's a, just a part of Holy Family Institute. So the institute is still there and doing amazing things mm-hmm. all over our region. Um, the concert on Saturday uh, is going to be at seven o'clock in the evening, as you mentioned. I do want to mention for anybody who's interested, there will be a, a mass, a Catholic mass, uh, at five thirty on Saturday. Oh. And so for anybody in the public who is interested in going to that, uh, just go to Holy Family before 530 and then the mass will be in their chapel. Okay. Uh, and then the concert will start at seven and it'll be about an hour or so long. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Holy Family's Chapel, let me describe that a little bit too, because I've had a few folks ask me questions and I realized that the name can be misleading. Um, Holy Family's Chapel is actually a church that seats 200 people.
1: Oh, really? I didn't know that was up there.
0: Yes. It has stained glass windows. It has a beautiful vaulted ceiling. It uh-huh. has some carvings, the beautiful painted stations of the cross. Really? Um, yeah, it's absolutely stunning. Uh, I was just there today, so you've caught me at a good time to uh-huh. describe it. <laughs> and um, so that's how we can have a concert in, uh-huh. in quote unquote, the cha- in the chapel. That's what uh-huh. it's called. But um, it's really like a small Catholic church. Uh-huh. and It's absolutely beautiful. Uh, And so the concert will be um, in the chapel. Mm -hmm. Uh, The choir will be up front in the altar section. Mm -hmm. And then the audience will be in the—they have chairs, not pews, but in the chairs. Um, So the Mass is at 5.30. The concert's at 7. I do want to mention a logistics uh, element, which is for those who are coming to the concert and not the Mass, what we'd recommend you do for parking is come in about 6.30— and park in Sacred Heart Church's parking lot on Ohio River Boulevard. Okay. And there's more information about that on our website. I can tell you what, you know, about how folks can find that. But um, mm-hmm. there is limited parking at Holy Family Institute on their campus because it's really not geared to be a public event type of space. Right.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, okay. And we will also have links to all the information for this event in the show notes of this podcast. So uh, we can say what the links are. But, you know, we'll also have them in the show notes. Wonderful. Okay, great. So what was your first um, event that you had with voice givers?
0: Yes. In the fall, we were blessed. It was really wonderful to be invited by Fox Chapel Presbyterian Church to have voice givers sing a concert there to kick off their annual uh, special music event series. Oh, wow. Yes. Um, And so uh, the concert was the, the spotlight. Issue there was around um, people who are having to take care of children with medically complex diagnoses, mm-hmm. and how much of a how how taxing that can be emotionally and logistically, and mm-hmm. in many many ways. And the uh, nonprofit organization that we highlighted is called the Pediatric Palliative Care Coalition. Um, Mm. That organization actually was started as a program of Fox Chapel Church many years ago. And then it was successful enough that it grew into a nonprofit Mm -hmm. organization. And so uh, the Pediatric Palliative Care Coalition does work on behalf of caregivers uh, in our area, across the state, and nationwide. So the concert followed the model that I just described to you where we had some music, a couple Mm of pieces, and then a speaker, and then some more music, and another speaker. And we got great feedback about that. Um, So we raised a couple thousand dollars for the coalition.
1: That's great. Yep,
0: Had over 100 people in attendance and uh, had just a a wonderful experience. That actually prompts me to remember something I didn't mention about Saturday's performance. So Saturday at Holy Family Institute, um, admission to the concert is free. Uh, So when I say we raised money, what we do ask is... uh, for anyone who's interested to give a free will donation. Uh Um, But admission to the concert on Saturday is free. And that's part of the voice givers mission is to make our music and our stories accessible to anybody who wants to come.
1: That's wonderful. Now the donations will go to Holy family and what kinds of things are they doing?
0: Yes. Holy family has, um, I think about two dozen different programs. Mm -hmm. So they're kind of hard to describe because it's an organization that over its uh, 120 years in existence has done a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of what the funds can be used for is to um, f- uh, buy gift cards or small gifts uh, for some of the children that are served mm-hmm. by Holy Families programs. Uh, that includes the unaccompanied minors from Central America I mentioned earlier, but also Holy Family serves a couple hundred uh, children or maybe more, Around our region, with different types of programs. Oh, I and didn't realize that. Yes, they have they have in school programs. Mm-hmm. Um, they have counselors that will visit homes where mm-hmm. there are some struggles in a family. Um, they have uh, a high school in actually it's in Ross or McCandless Township, I think, um, where they have students who aren't able to thrive in a public school setting. Um, Holy Family has counselors and teachers that uh, it's called Specialized Learning School. They have counselors and teachers that will help the children to get mm-hmm. educated, but also to prepare to go back into school.
1: Oh, is it that? Is that at the old Seville Elementary? It is. Yes. Oh, okay, that's in Ross
0: Township. Is it Ross? Okay. Yes. Uh, North uh, Hills. All those, all those borders. Um, yes. I don't know. So, <laughs> I, actually, I thought it was Bellevue at first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it's close. Mm-hmm. So those programs and many, many more. I'm not doing it justice. But mm-hmm. in terms of all the things that Holy Family does, but in terms of funds that are donated to Holy Family through any conduit. They're able to use those, in particular, for these funds to help Mm -hmm. children who are struggling for whatever Uh reason and who need some help and have been associated with Holy Family. Um, Some of the cases, in in some cases, um, they might buy luggage Mm -hmm. for the students or for the children uh, from Central America, for example. Mm -hmm. Uh, When the child leaves Holy Family, uh, they go to some other kind of placement. It might be with a family member. It might be in a long-term foster care. And so Holy Family likes to give the child um, a nice duffel bag or suitcase to put their um, belongings in. Uh-huh. Um, there also are cases where they're um, buying equipment for students, school books, things like that. So it's quite, it's quite a wide variety.
1: Oh, wow, what, That's just such a wonderful thing to do for kids that really need the help. And oh, that gives you really a warm feeling.
0: It is. And I I mentioned that I've been associated with Holy Family Institute for a long time. And it's actually wonderful for you to ask me this question. I could talk for way longer than we have (laughs) um, because it's an organization that um, doesn't have a strong footprint in the North Boroughs in terms Mm -hmm. of um, events and things like that. Mm -hmm. But it's a gem right here in our community. And, And so for folks who come, I just can't wait to see... The look on people's faces when they walk into the chapel, for example, it's, as I said, it's stunning. Um, mm-hmm. But also we'd like to give people in the community the opportunity to learn a lot more about this wonderful organization that's in our midst.
1: That's I, I'm looking forward to it. That's for sure. Oh, gee. So, well, what's next for voice givers after this big concert on Saturday?
0: Yes, well, we'll recover. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, our first season uh, that Joe and I planned was is three events. Uh, the one in the fall that I mentioned, this one on Saturday at Holy Family Institute. So coming next then will be on May 9th. Mm-hmm. Voice givers will be performing um, for an organization called Wilkinsburg Community Ministry, that's in Wilkinsburg, obviously. And the feature, uh, or let me say, the the issue that we'll be highlighting is hunger in children. So our first season, the overarching theme is help and hope for vulnerable Mm -hmm. children. Mm -hmm. So in the fall, it was pediatric palliative care that I mentioned. Uh, Now this winter one is children who experience separation from their families. And then in spring, it's uh, children who are experiencing hunger. And Wilkinsburg Community Ministry has been in existence for a long time. Mm-hmm. They deliver, they prepare meals for kids after school and then throughout the summer uh, in the East End, in the Wilkinsburg oh, and r- neighboring great. neighborhoods. Uh-huh. So uh, the, the concert on May 9th will be at Waverly Presbyterian Church, the one that we've been rehearsing at. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's in Regent Square. And um, depending on what we learn Saturday night, it could very well follow, follow a very similar model, or maybe we'll change things up. We're very interested to see how things go on Saturday.
1: Sounds like a very evolving organization, but with a single focus on helping people.
0: Yes, actually, well captured. Exactly. And season two next year, um, we will be doing a lot of listening and talking to folks who've been involved this first year. And then uh, we hope to be doing some fabulous things next year as well.
1: Oh, well, I'm looking forward to it. Thanks. So where on the internet can people find out more about Voice Givers?
0: It's voicegiverschoir.org. Okay. And we're Voice Givers Choir on Facebook and all the other social media that you can put in the program notes.
1: Okay, yes, and yes, just look in the notes and we will have all the relevant links, including information to Saturday's concert. So once again... Could you give the details on that?
0: Yes, sir. our concert will be on Leap Day, which is Saturday, February 29th. It's at 7 o'clock in the evening at Holy Family Institute. And we recommend come park a little early, about 6.30 at Sacred Heart Church, and we'll have a shuttle to take you up to the concert.
1: Okay, that's it's great. It's almost just across the street.
0: From yes. From Sacred mm-hmm.
1: Heart. yes. Okay, well, that's that'll make it very convenient. Yep. Well, oh, that's great. Well, anything else you'd like to add?
0: no this covered it this was such a great opportunity to talk about something that I hope you could tell I'm very excited about
1: oh I can't I can and I'm really excited to hear the voice givers concert on Saturday oh
0: wait till you hear the music it's amazing
1: (laughs) great okay well thanks so much for being on the podcast Deb
0: Judy thank you for doing this for the North Boroughs I've been here most of my life and I think that what you're doing is absolutely spectacular oh
1: thank you so much yeah thank you and that's the show. I want to remind everybody about the event that we talked about in last week's podcast. On Wednesday, March 18th, Big Table 2 Avonworth will be held at the Community Presbyterian Church of Ben Avon from 6 to 8 p.m. Come join us for dinner and conversation with your neighbors. Check in and social time will be from 6 to 6:30 with dinner starting at 6 30. More details can be found at avonworthbigtable2.eventbrite.com or on Facebook, Avonworth Big Table. Pre-registration is required. We will put all the links in the show notes, so you can go straight there. So please register, and I think it will be a very good time. Um, As always, thanks to Mark J. for sound engineering and music. Be sure to subscribe to the Northborough's Beat on Apple Podcasts or Google Play so you never miss an episode. And if you have any ideas for segments for the show, please let us know on our North Burrows Beat Podcast Facebook page or email us at northburroughsbeat at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and we'll talk to you next time.